want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> you get it, right? You know what? Do you know what that is? <laughs> right? It's good, right? I do. It is fun. Line. Oh my right? gosh. Out of the mouths of babes. That is a good line. Oh. You want to get chocolate wasted, oh. John? <laughs> I said it again. <laughs> oh, the 2011 uh, MTV Movie Award winning best line. I want to get chocolate wasted. That was it, right? What was that up against? <laughs> what was it up against? Dude, where's my car? <laughs> Uh, hey, dude. We're about to find out. Uh, okay, best line from a movie. 2011 MTV Movie Awards. I'll go bottom to top. You mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. Tom Hardy from Inception. Oh, I don't like that Get line. That I don't like that line. That's here. stupid. That line stinks. A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A hundred million you, dollars. A billion dollars. And that shut everybody up. Justin Timberlake and Andrew Garfield from the social network. And that won a the Oscar, episode. but it did not a win past. the best line. No, dude. Uh, there's a higher power that will judge you for your indecency. Is that the Tom Cruise? Oh, I thought that was Kirk Cameron. That's Amanda Bynes and Emma Stone from Easy A. Remember Easy A? I do remember that. Uh, and then the last nominee... Uh, if you guys were the inventors of Facebook, you'd have invented Facebook. Dude, how does the movie get two lines? Social network. It's a good movie. That's but that's Zuckerberg. But I want. Flexing. But hey, those four lines, those four lines, mm-mm, not as good as I want to get chocolate wasted because by Alexis Nicole Sanchez from the film Grown Up. What is she doing now? <sighs> Whoa, let's is she check. grown up uh, now? Right? Did he? It looks like, according to uh, IMDb, no, IMDb, uh, Wikipedia, she's 17 years old. And she has uh, appeared in uh, films such as Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. And then that's it. Hey, two I'm more movies than, that, than I've been in. True. Yeah. No, she's doing way better than me. I thought you were going to uh, tell me that she was currently in jail for uh, possession of chocolate. No, she actually got kicked out of a Kmart for not wearing a mask. Oh, that checks. So. That tracks hard. Yeah. Yeah, she's very anti-mask. Do we still have Kmarts? Uh, are, are those a thing of the past? Did that just... They are a thing of the past. Yeah, so th That's this whole risk Even if they're dead. still open, they are... Even if... No, there's still Kmarts, but if, if a Kmart's open, it's still a thing of the past. You're still time <laughs> It's still doors. not present. Hey, Rip That's Big Dog came out. My favorite Todd Glass joke of all time is, uh, he goes, yeah, people always go like, uh, is there really a difference between Target and Kmart? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is. I always want to go into a Kmart, and I want to go like, you know how you guys could improve your, uh, your business? How about hang up some of these fucking clothes? You got clothes on the floor. Hang them up. <laughs> Fuck it. Here's the theme song. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, we're back. Dude, I hope you sent Todd Glass baby. an apology via email. I just FaceTimed him real quick. All He's right. cool. All right. 
Uh, great joke, though, off his album. It is uh, a great think, joke, but I don't think it sold it. No, didn't you it? You bailed all. halfway through, I think. Yeah, because I realized I forgot what the joke was. Um, it's my favorite joke is, don't have any idea what it is. Two Boys in a Balcony, the New England Film Podcast. Welcome back. If this is your second episode after our uh, triumph last week, Bill. Big numbers from triumph. the TV guidance. We got that, we got that TV guidance counselor bump. That bump baby. that we were counting on to sustain yeah, us through dude. the long summer months. Uh, we're we're welcoming you here. We're the New England Film Podcast. My name is Sean Sullivan, joined always by my buddy Bill McMorrow. We're here to watch yet another in the long litany of New England cinema. Now, to be fair, we've already watched it. We're just here to talk about it. No, we're not going to watch it live. Jesus Christ. Though I would, uh, but... uh, I mean, we kind of did. You watched it about 15 minutes ahead of me yesterday. Yeah, I almost... I contemplated pausing and uh, waiting for you to catch up, but I just knew I would never turn the (laughs) You were like, nope, I'm going to find more important things to do. I got to push through this thing right now, or otherwise it's never going to end, but... uh, Yeah... It's uh, August third uh, as we record. How was uh, how was uh, your summer, Bill? Well, we've run out of food. Check in. How you doing? We've, we've run, we've out, run of out of food. We have no more water. Uh, the electricity has been uh, spotty at best. Yeah, the grid is uh, the grid is failing. Yeah, it's failing big time. There's a big pothole in the middle of my street. I'm not sure if it was from uh, the tanks or maybe a meteor hit during the night. Yeah, that's so I can't too, get they anywhere. Just, they just they just repaved your road. Yeah, so that's yeah, that, that seems sucks. unfair to yeah. me. Um, but and I mean the kids love playing in the big they uh, love water it. hole. They love the getting out there. They love getting their hands dirty. Their faces praying to the there. bomb. Uh, yeah, August. Uh, it was been a hot one. one. Today. It's ninety-five degrees outside as we record. Uh, like, I am uh, indoors today in my uh, closet studio. How many me- inches away from the midday sun does it feel like to you right now, do you think? Oh, boy, oh, boy. But, uh, uh, uh hey, play, to quote my, my fave band, Smash Mouth, might as well be walking on the sun. That's how hot it is. Oh, outside. I was quoting your other favorite hey, band. Hey, now, you're an all-star. What's that? You are. I'm an all-star? I appreciate you're that. You're an all-star. Thank you. Get your game on. Get paid, baby. I'd love to at this point. Uh, Do you think there's ever going to be game to get back on? At the, what's up? I don't that we can join the squad. I don't think so. Everybody's think coughing over each other out. in the bubbles, and they're getting sick. It's fun though. It's fun. Major League Baseball. You can you can pay five hundred dollars, get your picture up in the stands on a cardboard cutout. That seems fun. That's that's worth it. Yeah, that's very I can't go to it. the games, but I can still waste an obscene amount of money there. <laughs> Yeah, I can still uh, I can still sit in an obstructed view seat. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, fuck, dude. Do they put people in obstructed views? Uh, I would only go. I would only put my cardboard cutout up at Fenway if I could have someone else too close to me in my seat, and I was just just it was just a cardboard cutout of me like cringing, like oh my back hurts. Yeah, so Fenway much. is truly a nightmare. Uh, look, hey, I'm all for history and. Uh, you know, uh, maintaining old heritage, tear down Fenway Park, get it out of here. Imagine if we had uh, comforts of the modern age. 
dude. Look, it's great. It's a nice relic. Turn it into a condos or something and build a new stadium. Let's go. What are we doing here? Like, they keep stuffing Actually, shops and food in there, but they still have the same. It's not built for people of our stature. No, no. We're a fat country. And No, uh, I meant I meant uh, famous podcasters. Oh, yeah. I'm hassled there all the time. Right? They're telling me these aren't my tickets. I, I recognize that voice. Are you one half of the world famous podcast, Two Boys in a Balcony, trying to get yes. in here with fake tickets? Yeah, your seats are in the bleachers. Wah, wah. I would prefer a true, a true honest to God, a bench, a bleacher bench at Fenway Park than most of the seats. All right. I don't need yeah, armrests. Just, armrests yeah, just yeah. Splinters on your bum. Yeah, dude. Do you remember? No, uh, no. Heat that stuff up. Let's cook an egg omelet on there. Like Foxborough Stadium used to have just the metal benches. Uh, I remember hearing about it. I never. I've, I've only ever oh, been to get the fuck Gillette out, Stadium. Dude. I don't want to hear this ever again. I'm sorry. I'm I wasn't so going young. To football in the 80s. I'm such a young boy. Everybody, I don't understand these things. Uh, I would never That's support the, the Patriots because. Uh, of MAGA, but I know you're a big Brady boy. Hey, Sean, do you remember? No, I don't follow any of that anymore. I gave up on professional sports. I don't follow yeah, any we, of it. And we dedicate ourselves to the the real uh, sport, to American cinema. Quidditch. we got to get a foreign film on this podcast. We've had three Isn't of them. Any, uh, foreign films? Yeah. What? What? The Lighthouse? The hell- Not a foreign film? The Witch? Not a foreign film. Les Cousins Dangereux. That was that. That truly that was a mistake. We thought that took place. Yeah. In England, actually, quite in. It's like in, oh, it's uh, like the Arrested France. Development thing, and it was just straight up fucking. Mm, porn, porn, porn. Uh, yeah, you've been watching. We gotta get a porn on this thing. What we did? Boogie Nights, baby. It's close. Uh, it's a callback. Watch any films? It's, dude, it's a callback. Have hey, I watched call, films? Phone ringing. You got a. You got a very poor connection over in your closet. <clears throat> Don't judge my connection. Who locked you in the closet there, bro? It's just where I work, man. R. Kelly style, baby. I watched Shut Extraordinary. Oh, fun. I watched yeah, that too. Dude, that is a fun film. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, so, some Forte zigging and zagging? Yeah. Yeah, Will Forte and Claudio Daugherty were so funny together. And then uh, Maeve Higgins and the guy that she was in all the scenes with were very funny together. Yeah, yeah, it was I like good. That's a great movie. Good it was film. Fun. Good recommendation. From, good from, recommendation from, from the TB Kaiju. From the third balcony boy. From the only other person that's ever been on this podcast besides your wife. Hey, leave and her, niece. Get her your out your been mouth. On the show as well. Yeah, keep oh, both of them out your mouth. Oh, Harry's wow. been on the show once. That's true, I think. This is interesting. Anyway, uh, I watched uh, I watched a couple of things that were very interesting, extraordinary. Uh, I watched uh, Legend with Tom Cruise. You texted me that you were watching Top Gun, and I was like, I want a little Tom Cruise in my life, but I didn't want to. I wasn't ready to take it to the danger zone. Yeah. So I watched Ridley Scott's Legend from 1985. What is, what is what Legend? A, it's a fantasy. Oh, I you love a good fantasy. Defini- you've de- well, this isn't one of them. 
you've seen the picture <laughs> of Tim Curry. It's Tom Cruise as a little woodland hero, or so, I don't know. This plot is incomprehensible. Do you and say Tim 85? Curry plays, yeah, it's old. Tim Curry plays Satan, and he's like done up big, red, huge horns. Uh, the production design and the costumes that. in this thing are incredible, but the story is garbage. Uh, no, I don't. Even, no clue. I don't know. I couldn't where, follow a uh, word of what was happening. Where is this in relation to Risky Business? That was around eighty-five, right? Eighty-three, uh, maybe. Filmog. Let's check it out. I think that's early eighties. Let's do it. Let's get into a little bit. Because I was young, but I had hormones, Sean, and I'd say, "Hey." He's dancing in his underpants. I could dance in this hey, house in my underpants you. when no one's home. I got tidy whities I can slide in my socks. Uh, uh, uh. I don't have sunglasses, but if I save up, I can probably get them eventually. I bet you could. I'm going to use you, Dad's gonna... prescription glasses for now. I'm going to show very you a hard. picture. Couldn't see of Tim Curry and Legend and see if it if if, if it's re- you honestly you'd know if you'd seen this guy. Yeah, this I is Tim uh, Curry and Legend. See, you see him, big red Hellboy looking boy. You see that guy? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, it stinks. But uh, I mean, it's beautiful. It looks so good. It's well made, except for um, story, the story and plot. Yeah, they kind of they kind of fuck that up. But is that a Jim Henson thing? Was. It's not puppets, right? I don't think so. There, it seemed like there could have been some of that stuff in there. What's this? Um, he did uh, Dark Crystal, right? Risk. Yeah, you're thinking of Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal. Yeah, all right. Um, those are two different things, though, right? Was Labyrinth? Those are two different Henson? things. Labyrinth is with Jennifer Conley and uh, David Bowie. David Bowie? Yep. And then Dark Crystal is just pure puppets. No humans in it at all. Yeah, I think all they right. just did a series of that, too, recently on Netflix. Yes, they did a sequel uh, series, which I don't. I've never seen the Dark Crystal, so I didn't bother watching the sequel to it. Uh, Tom Cruise, ready? Eighty-one, Endless Love and Taps. Eighty-three, he goes. Uh, the Outsiders. You ever see Taps? The Outsiders. No, I don't think so. That's when they take over the military school. Uh, yeah, it seems that. Yep. They decided to take over the school from closing. Yeah. Sean Penn, Timothy Hutton, George C. Scott, Tom Cruise. Uh, the Outsiders, losing Did it. Did you know You know George C. Scott from Patton, right? Yep. Did you know that the C stood for cauliflower? I didn't know. It, you do now. You know what? And almost no way to verify if yeah, that's true or not. Yeah, it's true. Don't even try oh, to verify it. Just go with that oh, fact. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to actually edit the Wikipedia because Wikipedia is telling me Campbell, which that can't it can't possibly Campbell. be that. It's what, probably... like Campbell Scott? No, I don't think so. No, dude. Campbell Soup? Glenn Campbell? Who? George Collins. Oh, Campbell Scott. Soup. Right. Uh, taps. Uh, the Outsider's losing it. Risky Business. All the right moves. And then he makes Good. Legend. And then he makes Top Gun. And then when he makes Top Gun, he's off to the races. Oh, so Legend is right before Top Gun. Yeah. So he's yep. uh he's mid twenties, right? He young boy. 
<coughs> young, 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 young boy. But anyway, Legend, uh, weird-ass movie. I, I feel like it's one of those movies, if you watched it in the 80s, you would love it now still, but... Uh, Is that uh, streaming on something? It's on Stars, which we only have for like a couple more weeks before, because uh, my wife had to buy it to watch the latest season of Outlander. Oh, Nicole loves that shit. Yeah, I don't. She's a uh, big Outlander fan. Yeah, my wife is uh, very sad. She's run out of episodes to watch. Uh, but we have Stars for a couple more weeks, and uh, I was able to watch actually all the movies I've watched. Dude, they got a stars, shitload of movies on Stars. Yeah, I might actually uh, pick it up. You should, because uh, I watched. I'd let uh, you. I'd give you ours, but we actually borrow it from uh, her co- Nicole's cousin. Yeah, it gets tricky once you get to like. Uh, we had to. We had to have a talk with uh, my wife's niece about uh, giving out the Netflix password. <laughs> yeah, you're like cut the shit. You get it, and that's it. It gets to a couple of points where it's like, huh. It's like it'll be like ten o'clock, and I'm like, I want to watch something. I know my wife's watching something. I know the the niece is watching something, so I should still be able to watch something. And then it's like, well, I guess we're changing the password. Yeah. And then everybody gets pissed at me for about a day and a half, and then I give them the password, and it's all good again. <laughs> uh, Dude, I spent so much of my life trying to remember my fucking four passwords that I use, and I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's no good. And it's always like, oh, you tried to use an old password. It's like, well, then that's the password. Yeah, if that's, that's good the enough, one I right? remember, might as should be it. Assholes. Uh, I rewatched uh, Children of Men. On, uh, I thought uh, you were going to say Children of the Corn. No, have you ever seen Children of Men with Clive Owen? No, I don't think wow. I have. Is it good? A masterpiece. Is that is. that's not the one in the favela, is it? In the what? In the favela. What's that? Down in uh, I don't Brazil. Know what that is. Am I thinking mm. of like child, children of a lesser god or something like that? You're thinking of oh, you're thinking of um Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. City of uh, City of Children? Is that what it's called? Maybe. No. Fuck. What is that movie called? I've never seen it because it's... I've never seen it either, but I've always wanted to watch it, and then I always see the Clive Owen one, and I think it's that one. Oh, The City of Lost Children is a thing. What is Children Uh, of a Lesser God? You're looking shit up. Is that from the 80s? I look stuff up all day. That is from the 80s. 86? Jessica Uh, Lange... American Lange? romantic Lange? romantic drama. Uh, William Hurt, Marley Matlin. Oh, Marley Matlin, one of my three favorite deaf ladies in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hit me with the other two, please. Helen Keller, obviously, through of no course, fault of her own. Bullet. Number one. Huh? <laughs> well, really no fault of any of their own. Yeah. I would hope I know, that you don't have somebody that has selective deafness on your list of... <laughs> favorite deaf people alright well I'm not going to tell you the third one then <laughs> is it because you don't have one or is it because it's a person that <laughs> chose to be selectively deaf, deaf. Uh-huh. hey much respect <laughs> to all of our hot of hearing listeners it's going to be a yeah. tough episode yeah and also to you and I because we're both losing our hearing what or I am at the very least my hearing oh. <laughs> you got it right clear. I heard that loud and clear took a minute 
No, Children of Men is uh, 2006. Alfonso Colon. Uh, it's uh, it's a world where uh, all the women are infertile. There hasn't been a child born in 18 years. And then uh, it's this, like, dystopian thing. Dude, it's so relevant to... Like Handmaid's Tale have. type shit? Mm, a little bit. It's got that kind of a feel to it. Uh, it's uh, it's fantastic. It's like a... not. It's like a true... It's not sci-fi other than the infertile, like, the world's is ending but the whole world has just like been destroyed except england and they have just immigrants round up in cages on train platforms oh that does sound familiar plays uh plays plays uh plays pretty real in 2000 that does sound like a familiar thing that i've heard happening around places uh, but it's got a couple of incredible like long single take shots that are just like they blow your mind when you like try to think about how they did it was that on stars that was on stars. It's uh, it's uh, truly uh, just like uh, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. No shit. Can't recommend it enough. Children of really, Man. you really be yeah. you're being a serious boy right now. I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm saying <coughs> that people. This is you're not doing a movie. bit where you get me to watch a three hour dumper. No, dude. And then you go, got ya. I got you so good. Tight too. Think about like two hours. All right, I'll I'll put it on the list. We have stars, so yeah. We'll watch Children out. of Men, dude. Or Nicole's All, cousin. The has rest stars. of my recommendations are on uh, from stars, I think. What uh, what else you got? Uh, what else? Dude, you been we've been balls deep in Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, I can't well, stop I mean, watching look, it, dude. I is it? It's really getting bad. Episodes, right? What's that? Yeah, I would. I, I would imagine. But it's not like a connected story. It's not like you have to watch every episode in order. No. But there's no like no I overarching mean, plot. You're building bonds with these people, Sean. That's true. Yeah, it's really a character. I'm trying to, more than yeah, anything. thank you. There's that face. I'm building bonds with these people. I'm trying to say, hey. Yeah. Who's saving me today? Who's uh Dude, who's so many people of- die on this show. Like every week who's- there's people dying. Who's, you can't uh, still be a lifeguard. You have to go get another job. You're killing people. All right. Number one, what, what's what been the best uh, best death this week? That's my laundry. That's the dry yeah, going switch it. You got to switch it. Do your, You got to do your life. New sheets, baby. Who, we got bamboo de- sheets. Don't, t- don't ask out, me. Dude. I don't know. Best death this week on Baywatch. The what best death this week? Yeah. Uh, Mitch almost died in a hang gliding accident, which if you've ever been in a hang gliding accident and then got bit by a rattlesnake and fallen off a cliff, <laughs> you'd get like an episode of The Simpsons. That doesn't dude, sound real. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. So that dude, it's gotten to the point like the first like twelve episodes like happened on the beach. But yeah. it's like the last seven episodes have just been like progressively getting farther away from the beach and these people are all lifeguards but they they're doing police work and it it's just it's something i want you bill i need you to do me a favor we're planning in the Uh, next uh sean let me tell you something right now i'll do anything you ask me right now the next so choose wisely don't waste this don't waste this i mean look i'm i'm pot committed to this right now so it's a (laughs) a huge waste 
All right. We're gonna we're gonna be getting together and we're gonna we're gonna be uh, watching uh, the Hamilton film for the podcast. Alexander Hamilton, Hamilton, just you wait. As a precursor to that, as a little warm up for our our, our record, similar to the way we did Jaws four, where we'll stop the film and we'll talk for a little bit and put it back on. I want to do as a bonus episode for the people. I want you to pick the craziest Baywatch because I've never seen an episode of Baywatch. Oh, pick the dude. craziest one, and we're going to do a live commentary. We're just going to record mean, it. I'm only it on the bonus. first season, dude. I don't. That's fine with me. Pick we'll the watch the episode, episode from season one. Jill gets eaten by a shark, probably. Absolutely. We lifeguard of the week. Who do we got? What's that? Who's the lifeguard of the week? And keep in mind, I'm going to be asking you this. Lifeguard of the week Baywatch. is Shawnee. It's always Shawnee, I take it. This... No, you know what? Lifeguard of the week is Jill because she just got killed by a shark. All right, rest in so peace, So we'll do Jill. that rest in, in remembrance. Power. Rest in power, Jill. We miss you. Gone too soon. Thank you. I'm glad somebody else feels this way. Eaten it's all in glorious had... HD, Sean, and the swimsuits are sometimes not appropriate. We've had too many shark deaths this uh, this summer. How many? Too many? We had the one in Maine. Yeah, that's really one is enough, I think. Yeah. My brother was up on an island in Maine when that happened, and I said, hey. My, uh... Is that you? And he said aunt, no. My wife's aunt uh, came down. We watched Jaws in the backyard this week, and uh, she uh, came over to watch it. And she had been in Maine, and she saw a shark fin. Oh, in, in the, the movie Jaws? That's weird. No, no, silly. She was up in Maine, and she saw the shark fin. She's full of you, shit, dude. You're fun. Hey, dude, I is idea. she believable? Is she? Uh, is she an honest woman, or is she full of shit? Honest woman, honest as the day is long. Yeah, all right, I believe. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Film, cinema, cinema-wise over there, anything good? I know you're watching Baywatch, but you're only on the first season, so you can't be watching it that much. Uh with dude, we're fucking episode. We've watched like 18 episodes this week. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's been hardcore. It's like four episodes a night or something. Yeah, well, that, what's that? 40 minute episode? 45? Yeah, something like that. 45. Not we bad. did actually. Uh, so we had the kid all last week, and we got her all this week. So, like, Saturday, I think we... She went home Saturday and Sunday. And I think we did, like, ten episodes on Saturday. It was yeah, just a, hey, the kid's not here day. Let's watch Baywatch. And it's been hot, dude. So just cranking the AC, trying to stay away from all of the people coughing on each other. Any uh any other film films film films? I've watched uh what did we watch? I usually write them down, but I didn't this week because it's been all Baywatch. Uh well I got I got two for you. They're they're kind of a duo. I watched them uh, one night after the other. Let me know uh, and I'll have mine by the time you uh yell at me again. I watched uh I watched a movie that I've been meaning to watch for a while from 1996. Uh, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, directed by Boz Lerman. Oh, is that the Leo one? <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Bill, it is great. Is so it? good. I shocked. I was truly, it was a movie that came out when I was 13. No. Do you say so yeah, good or no good? So good. It's great. All right. Because your audio is breaking up a bit, so I wasn't sure. When I was 13... It was like the number one girl movie in America. And oh, I was like, and you were this. one of the biggest I'm a girls. Boy. No, I, but I didn't watch it, even though I knew. Shut up, Dryer. I'm a, I apologize uh, for my appliances. Uh, unbelievable. It's so good. That's on stars. I would check that out. I think you would enjoy it a lot. 
I will. I think it. Nicole probably digs that. It's uh, it's it's got like ADHD. This movie. It just never stops moving. But uh, you get to see Leonardo DiCaprio as a little baby boy. Paul Rudd, he's in there. Oh, is he? Capital, capital S smooching going on. Brian what? Cox and Brian Dennehy. Oh, really? The Cox two Bs. You kidding me? What's that? What year was that? Ninety six. And then, so then I was like, oh well, I gotta, I gotta go back and I gotta rewatch. I gotta reevaluate Boz Lerman. And then I rewatched Moulin Rouge, which I had seen in theaters in two thousand one. And as good as Romeo and Juliet is, Moulin Rouge is a bag of shit. That thing stinks on us. Oh, ice. is I is that care. the? That's the Kim uh, and McGregor. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi one, right? Yup. Yeah. No good? It's, uh, dude, it's absolute nonsense. I was just... I, I, It's like a fever dream. I was just like, I can't handle this. This is... Whew, I almost stuff. watched it uh, a couple weeks ago when we watched Cabaret. And then I was like, oh, yeah, should we do on another HBO, one? I think, it's, I think it's on HBO Max. I can give you better recommendations for musicals if you want to watch... Then Moulin I do Rouge. hit me up. Uh, Moulin Rouge. What do you think of Guys movie, and Dolls? Just... What's Guys and Dolls about? Uh, is that horrible? Guys and Dolls. No, it's good. Uh, I haven't seen Brando? the movie. It's got Brando and Sinatra. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I like Guys and Dolls, the show. It's about two uh, guys uh, and two about... dolls. Yeah, essentially. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's about two two uh, two degenerate gamblers that have like turned gambling into a profession. And they're uh, they run underground craps games in New York, and they're trying to trying to do that. But uh, then they uh, they like to bet on everything, so they're always betting on things. Yeah. And uh, Frank Sinatra bets uh, Marlon Brando that he could take a girl to the prom and make her prom queen. Uh, yeah, pretty much, basically that type but of he scenario. Goes, he goes, "I'll pick the girl, and if you can't get her to love you by the end of the week or something, you owe me whatever amount of money." And then he picks uh, a girl from the Salvation Army. Like a, a real Christian missionary. And uh, it's good. I like Guys and Dolls. The music's great. Frank Lerner. Score. Good. I didn't realize uh, Brando was a musical guy. Is he in He's other not. musicals? No. I don't think so. Nope. Can no. he sing? <laughs> Look, can, who can? Can anybody sing? Hello. Uh, you heard the theme up top, bro. It's it's tough you get, stuff when name you're... Name a song. You're... Give me a song right now, and I'll hit you with some of it. You'll find out. Uh, I believe I can fly. Well, I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. I'll spread my wings and I fly away. Dude, you got some Sinatra phrasing on that. You're you're doing your own thing on that. I like that. That was pretty good. Yeah, I like to make everything my own. Just in case someone tries to steal it, I can be like, boom, that's mine. Boom, that's mine. You hear how uh, I fucking hit that note? That's me. Ding, 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 did a ding, ding, ting, ting. Wow. Yeah, dude, I loved it. That was great. I'm actually going to make that my ringtone. Oh, that's mine. You can't do that. Uh, Trademark. Um... Yeah, so that's it. That's really it for me. Those are the movies that I watched. I watched a lot of movies this week, and I'm gonna watch a lot of movies this week because uh, I'm not going anywhere. Turns you out deserve the whole 
fucking year. Oh, you know what we did? We started watching, but I, I, we didn't finish it because the kid bailed. Was uh, the Black Stallion? Shh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you texted me. You texted me when uh, you were watching that, and yeah. uh, that is that is a uh, that is a Friday before school vacation movie for me. That's a movie a teacher oh. will go. I don't care. It's about a horse. Just put it the fuck on. It's <laughs> on a book. I so I forgot. I, I forgot that the uh, about the ship sinking at the beginning and everyone dying, which I guess is a very pivotal part of the movie. Yeah, I don't honestly. I don't know anything about. I don't remember anything. I think I have seen the Black Stallion. Yeah, but I don't Mickey Rooney, Terry Gaw, a stallion that's black. A little kid. That's really the only part that's sticking out. Some guys dressed up like well, maybe they're I'm from... thinking of Black Beauty. Black that's Beauty is a movie. different one. Yeah. Too many horse movies. Yeah. I'm not. I, I kept thinking horses. of uh, when I was thinking of Black Beauty. I kept thinking of Blue Lagoon with Brooke Shields and. Uh, yeah, that's, is it Willie uh, Ames, that's a... Christopher Aiken, one of those. I'm not sure, but uh, that is a movie that I definitely watched when I was 11, 12, and 13. Hey, and I'll never watch again. That should the Blue be Lagoon? Yeah. In Brooke Shields, like a little nudie girl in that movie. Yeah, time, I don't. Right? Did they? It was she actually nude? Did she go know. topless it in was that? A, it was enough for me at the time. Don't but, search uh, it up, know. Sean. You will get on a no. list. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, yeah so we started watching wanna... that. and then... Black Beauty. So then you switched over. What did you switch over to? Uh, we just shut it off because the kid had to go to bed and we were going to watch it the next day and it never happened. And you just popped on a Baywatch instead. Yeah, a lot of Baywatching. You love Baywatch. Dude, it's we pretty much Baywatch. been... Uh, I've been doing Hulu... I go between Baywatch and Bob's Burgers. There you go. A lot of Bob's Burgers going on here. A lot of bees. Nice alliteration. Yeah. Uh, I watched one more movie. Uh, it's from 2010. Uh, oh, directed by re- Dennis, uh, can I guess? Dennis Dugan. The Wreck yeah, of the yeah, Edmund yeah. Fitzgerald. Uh, the song by uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, from the 70s. Yeah, no, I didn't. I did not watch that song. Adapted into a movie, a made-for-TV truly, movie. A, truly a cinematic song. If ever a song it were is, able to. Dude. Can you remember any of it? A long, long time ago, I can still <laughs> remember. Idiot. How <laughs> uh, that wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. So bye, <laughs> bye, Mr. Edmund Fitzgerald. Your boat is in the bottom of the deep blue sea. Damn, dude, you are a lyricist. That's pretty good. I'm just that's just uh, a workshop we're doing. No, I watched a movie uh, directed by the great American director Dennis Dugan. Starring Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, and Rob Schneider. Ladies and gentlemen, this week in the balcony, it's the Grown Ups. Gr- the Grown Ups. We watched. We watched the I wish you were ups. recording on your balcony tonight so we could hear oh, the crickets. Because, yeah. boy, uh, I can't believe you couldn't hear crickets. 
in the takes that they used. This movie is Dude. rough stuff. Is it? Is this ad lib? Like, was all these ch- dad jokes that they're doing? Was it ad lib? I don't know. Like, what's going on? It's, uh, it's written by written by Adam Sandler and, and Fred Wolf. Like, are these guys all just not funny? Is that what's happening? That seems to be the case. Uh, yeah, I can't find any evidence that they have ever been funny based on this film. Dennis Dugan, let's talk about his filmography real quick because uh, he starts off with Problem Child, which is... Oh, the John Ritter, right? Yeah, or is that a movie from Charles my, my generation. That's a uh, no. That's uh, John Ritter and uh, and Michael Richards as the bow tie uh, um, uh, killer. Not Michael Richards uh, Kramer. Yep, he's the villain in that movie. It's John Ritter. They adopt a kid, and he's he's a, he's a problem child. He's a troublemaker. He's a scamp. He's a redheaded stepchild. Then uh, then he directs a movie called Brain Donors with John Turturro, and uh, it's a remake of a Marx Brothers movie. Like, What's it set called? in the 90s, Brain Donors. It's a movie I watched a lot as a kid. Cause my friend, I remember uh, it vaguely. A, a friend of mine loved this movie and was quoting it all the time, but it's, it's a straight-up remake of Night at the Opera by the Marx Brothers. Then he makes Happy Gilmore, which I think is perfect. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun movie. Beverly Hills Ninja, which I never saw. Uh, Big Daddy, which I also think is a pretty good movie. That's another That's Sandler, Adams- right? That's a Sandler, yeah, where he adopts the kid. And Saving Beverly Hills Silverman, Ninja was Chris Farley, right? That was Chris Farley. Saving Silverman, he does, with uh, Jason Biggs and Jack Black. So was this, was this guy a, a SNL writer or something? I don't think so. I think he's just friends with... He's old, too, because his ex-wife is the old lady that's in this movie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Rob Schneider's wife? Yeah, is his ex-wife that he got divorced in, like, 1987. And then he's like, hey, uh, why don't you come be in this movie and we can keep making fun of you? Yeah, Joyce Van Patten, he's married to her from 1973 to 1987. Is she uh, a Van Patten? Is she related yeah, to the acting Van Pattens? Brother of Dick Van Patten from... Sister? Uh, um, yeah, Sis- sister. Sister of... <laughs> Uh, of uh, Dick Van Patten, I think. Jerry Van Patten and Dick Van Patten. Uh, no, I'm Van thinking Patten. of Jerry Van Dyke. Apologies. Yeah, no, Van Patten. Uh, Dick Van Patten Dick... was eight is enough. I believe, yep. Uh, Tim Van Patten is a uh, director and a, I don't know who gives a shit. And Vincent Van Patten is a professional poker player. No, I think you're thinking uh, of Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, that's right. Yes, I was. Cut off his ear. Bet it Wait, are you thinking of Wolfgang Van Halen? Uh, National Security, which... I don't even... That's a Martin Lawrence and Steve Zahn movie? I never even heard of that. Oh, I I sort of remember that. The Benchwarmers with Rob Schneider and David Spade and Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, that was I now all pronounce right. You, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, man, I guarantee that doesn't hold up. It got, how could it? Uh, you don't mess with the Zohan, which I've never Horrible. seen. People, you Horrible, think it's bad? dude. That's a weird one because I know uh, a couple of podcasts I listen to where they have like great opinions. They're yeah. very big on that movie. And Zohan, I've, I've tried it. to watch it twice, and I never got 
farther than 12 minutes in. Uh, grown-ups, just go with it. Uh, that's an Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston movie. Jack and Jill. What a great, great movie. Was that, that is uh, just that's not that Netflix murder one, is it? No, that's murder mystery, which I watched half of about a month ago, and I haven't finished. Well, that speaks highly. Yeah, no, it really didn't uh, <laughs> captivate. Uh, I mean, I'll pretty much too. watch Jennifer Aniston and anything. Love Jennifer Aniston. Which uh, she teams up with uh, Adam Sandler on these vacation movies. No thanks. And then that's it, man. He's kind of kept it quiet, but he's also in his he's 73 years old. Yeah, I mean, kept it quiet, but it, it, that was a, a pretty busy 20 years there. Yeah, he really has contributed to the downfall of modern society. He hasn't helped. Uh, so Adam Sandler is like, I think Uncut Gems has kind of undone a lot of the damage that he's done to himself, but he's become known as this guy that just like he makes movies in places that he wants to go on vacation, and then he brings his friends, yeah. and then they just they just make a shitty movie so that they can just like hang out in Italy or Greece or New Hampshire as it were. Yeah, and I and don't that's, I uh, mean I Could you blame him? It seems like I'd do it. Do it if I could if somebody would give me money to go make a movie somewhere to take fucking Okay, a well, bunch of my friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let me uh let me ask you how much money do you think you would need? Cuz I can tell you how much Adam Sandler needed to get this movie made. Oh, do you have I the budget? Know. I don't know the budget. I, I want to know what, but I want to know what you think. How much it would take would, to actually make this? Yeah. Can, uh, uh, I yeah. mean, well, I'm sure WaterWiz gives you a discount if you buy like 20 tickets. Yeah. No. Honestly, I bet they didn't even let the park know that they were filming. <laughs> they had to, dude. There's no way WaterWiz lets you do some of the things they did. Uh, eighty million shut up this cost 80 million to make 80 according to the wikipedia do you have a breakdown of the salaries dude i wish dude it's like the pentagon they don't tell you million that's somebody embezzling some of this money's getting embezzled somehow right did they buy that fucking house that's in essex this is like all north shore pretty much except for the water parks in Wareham, right? Water Wiz. It opens to number two. It's not. It doesn't come in at number one. It, it's Toy Story three is in its second week, and that's still in the lead. But Grown Ups makes forty million in its first weekend, which is half of its budget. It goes on to make total bill two hundred and seventy-one million dollars. That's insane, dude. That's. <laughs> first of all, this movie could have should have been. Five million. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know where the eighty million is. Like it's literally Unless... filmed at a lake house. Right? I mean the majority yeah. of it is at a lake house. You they have, have the pot at Wadawiz. You have two huge names and then Chris Rock I would say is probably in the middle on that, and then you got Spade and Rob Schneider. You don't have to pay them that much, but I don't know, dude. This movie did so well. Adam Sandler was so happy he bought uh, the other grown-ups, uh, Maserati. Who are the hu- with what? Who? What are the huge names? What's that? Salma Hayek. No, no, Sandler and Kevin James. They're huge. They're like they're the the big names on this thing. 
Chris Rock is not, he's never been an actor, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not like a guy that can like open movies. But Kevin James had already made Paul Blart Mall Cop by this point. He was already making That's another, that, that was made, filmed at the Social Plaza. Did you know that? No, Burlington Mall. Oh, was it? Yeah, it wasn't Social Plaza. It wasn't Massachusetts, though. It was, but uh, that was at the Burlington Mall. Was there Mall. another one? Maybe it was the second. I'm pretty sure one of them were filmed at South Shore. Uh, I've seen Paul Blart Mall Cop, and it's, uh, I don't know. Wait a minute. Does Burlington does Burlington Mall have a JCPenney? I have no idea. Hold on. Does Burlington <laughs> Mall have a Sears? <laughs> um... Yeah, probably. It's no. mostly the anchor stores. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, uh, I do. I just, I don't know why I know that it was the Burlington Mall, but I know that. Um, so the, is is this all just because of the tax breaks they get, right? Because they did uh, what was the zoo one? The zookeeper, Kevin James. They did that at Franklin Park. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I have no idea. I don't. Kevin James is not from Adam Sandler. Grew up in New Hampshire. In New so Hampshire, he's at least yeah. got local ties. Um, Kevin James, I, as far as I know, he's like a Florida guy. Nope, New York. Born in New York. He's Fuck, the king of know. Queens, Sean. You should know that. That's true. I did know that. Uh, dude, I don't know how. It did seem like this would be a fun movie to make. Oh, absolutely it, seem, it would, dude. It didn't seem and like it, anybody was working very hard. Uh, clearly they weren't doing a lot of takes. This could have been a very funny movie. Like, the premise of it, I think, is great. I tweeted out this morning that the problem with this movie, and see if you agree or disagree, is that this thing should have been just a, like, super broad, kind of lame family comedy where it's just, you know, it's about these four, these five guys, and they're interacting with the kids and being goofy, and Kevin James is crashing into trees, and they're farting and stuff like that. Except, at one point... Maria Bello shoots Maya Rudolph in the face with breast milk and yeah. David Spade's looking at his boner all the time and they're staring at like I don't know who this movie is for. Yeah. Because it's, it's definitely so much of it is not for kids and then so much of it is not for adults. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like uh at one point David Spade's walking around with no pants on in the house. It's like, dude, there's fucking little kids everywhere. What are you doing, sex offender? Yeah, no, his ass is hanging out, and it's just like, well, I can't show this. I just don't know what this movie is. I don't yeah. know. It's not It's not well written. The jokes don't land. The jokes. I have uh, a hard time. time believing that these jokes were written down on a piece of paper, bro. I mean, here's my favorite sequence of the movie. Is right. They're at the funeral for the coach, and... They're all in the funeral, and Chris Rock's family is in there, pew at the church, and the grandmother sits down on a Game Boy. The Game Boy makes a, like, Pac-Man sound effect. The game's over. Yeah. And then she goes, I think I sat on your adding machine. Then she hands the game to the boy. The camera takes about, like, it feels like 30 minutes to pan over across Maya Rudolph to Chris Rock, who then goes, now I know what happened to the fish tank. And then we just off to the next scene yeah and it's like you have four yeah, attempts at jokes in that and not one of them works it's, it's tough dude it is it's even tougher when you realize that it cost 80 million dollars to make 
And it would be easy to write off like and go like, well, these guys are all just like jackasses. None of them are talented, but uh, all of them are talented. They're all yeah, capable I d- of I don't... being funny. Rob Schneider is maybe the one I have the least amount of respect for, but I, Spade has made me laugh plenty of times. Kevin James yeah. has made me laugh. Chris Rock is one of the greatest stand-ups of all time. Kevin yeah. James is funny. And then Adam Sandler gave the best performance of 2019. He should have been nominated and should have won for fucking on Dude, He should have won. Incredible. He should have won for back when he did Rain Over Me. I don't even think he was he wasn't even nominated for that. No, I think that movie was people didn't like. I think he had a tough time because he's great in Punch Drunk Love too. He's a great like he's a good actor and he's still yeah. funny, but this is this movie is so lazy and incompetently made. It's so it's clearly like they just did like I don't know yeah that's fine that seemed good let's move on. Like yeah, just it's take not the, like a lot of I don't think they were doing a lot of hey let's go back and see if we can really you know I mean? nail like that you, one. People get like annoyed with the Judd Apatow movies where they're like they're just riffing and they're improving, but at least they're trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, Someone just locked else? you in there. They locked the door. You you only got limited air in that closet, Sean. Do you need it's me to call someone? It. Somebody just threw in a snorkel and they just told me to just stick it out the door. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's. That is a good point that it's like, is it for kids? Because it can't be because there's like parts where it's just like, I, like when his filth. daughter it's, it's shows, just, when, just... when Malin Ackerman shows up and they're all just staring at her snatch. I mean, that's, that's not Malin Ackerman. I know, I know exactly. That's not Malin about. Ackerman. No, 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 no. Malin Ackerman's, um, uh, older than, uh. That woman, who was that? Janice? Just yeah. Uh, Man, she looks so much like Malin Ackerman. My uh, Madison Riley is her name. She played Jasmine Hillard, the tall daughter of Rob. Yeah, uh, very tall lady, almost too tall. Made me wow. She, I honestly thought it was Malin Ackerman. Looks like her, but uh, no. Malin Ackerman uh, would have been. I was right wives. that she did. Bre- she did. They were staring at her snatch, though. Certainly, yeah. yeah. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes you feel like maybe it's not for ki- little kids. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. But it's just... So f- and it's also like a movie, it's like... <laughs> where they're just talking about... <laughs> if I ever did that, if I ever said that to my dad, my dad would have thrown me down the stairs. Yeah. And like, like in their wistful for like, that's like a good memory that yeah. they should be... Well, they do a uh, lot of that, like... Adam Sandler, they do a lot of hitting. Did. Yeah, I have that down as a note. I want to talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second. Like when Adam he hits Sandler him with does, the banana, the or whatever the yeah, dehydrated the, the banana. The dehydrated banana. He hits. Uh, they hit Spade a bunch of times too. Yeah, when he's sleeping. And it seems full on. Like they're not. These aren't stunt hits. He's hitting Rob Schneider very hard with that dehydrated banana. That looks like it hurts. I mean, I don't know if it hurts. I don't know the full brunt of a dehydrated banana. I've never taken that Spade to is, my face. When David but... Spade is sleeping on the couch and they just keep whacking him in the head. That's yeah, I mean, it looks like they're being assholes. I don't know if it's a particularly fun friendship. Um, 
no, you're speaking specifically of Adam Sandler and David Spade, not the characters of Lenny and Marcus. Well, it's definitely in, it's not a fun friendship in that in the characters' point of view. I don't think there's a um, lot of animosity between these people. Such a weird movie. And it might have to do with Adam Sandler has his young children there and David Spade refusing to wear pants in the house. I would imagine. Yeah, I would slap somebody if they did that to me. Yeah. But yeah, the scene with the dehydrated banana, man, I would have fucking, I would have hit him after the, I don't know if after the first time, but after he did it again, I would have, we would have come to blows. I would have called cut. I would have gone, hey, dude. Uh, this look, is dumb. You're putting eighty million dollars up. Uh, please stop hitting me so hard with that banana. There's got to be a better way to do this. Yeah. We can CGI. Maybe we can use a, some of this eighty million dollar budget to CGI and a banana hitting me in the face. Yeah. But Are you having a I bad day, to... Adam? Is that what this is? Uh, I know. I know that I'm the the least of the grown ups. But uh, I'm asking Dude, you again. How do you get? There's got to be a way to get a, a budget breakdown of this. How do you do that? Do I have to actually talk to Adam Sandler in person? Rob Schneider is the most interesting guy in this because he doesn't make it back to Grown Ups 2. He's replaced by Nick Swartzen in a much much smaller role. But he's not in the the second one. Ah, Swartzen doesn't play that character, right? He's a different person. No, he plays something different, I think, yeah. It was horrible, though, dude. I fucking... Now, this is a bad movie. But I, yep. I only saw it once before, and it was on a flight back from Aruba. We went, Nicole surprised me with a trip to Aruba for my 40th. Yeah. And uh, we flew back, and I watched it on the plane back from Aruba with uh, limited turbulence, and we landed successfully. So I have, like, a, I have a warm hot <laughs> place in my uh, clogged hot for this movie. But yeah. watching it again... I'm like, it's a bad movie. But it's... I saw Grown Ups 2 on terra firma. Like, I was on land in no danger of dying, yeah. except for the, the aforementioned hot problems. And uh, it's fucking bad, dude. It's not. I Grown Ups 2 might, is horrible. I might, I might be watching it tonight. Please live tweet it. I don't, I've seen it before. And, uh, Go buy it. Go buy the DVD, and we can live potty it. I uh, honestly, dude, <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna end up watching Grown Ups again before I die. I know it. I just feel it in my soul. There was. Uh, are you going? Are you watching it? You're never gonna yeah. watch this with your kids. I, I hope not. No, I'm not going to like this would never be a recommendation, but like there's something about this movie that is just it's so bad, but it, I do get like kind of a uh like a tangential like they're all having so much fun. Yeah. And that kind of like rubs off on me a little bit. Where I'm like, "Oh, well, look, this is bad, but you're watching five people uh, most of whom I have no problem with. Uh, I like even. Yeah, I'm having I, a uh, nice time. Yeah. Uh, I will say I documented. I wrote down. I was taking notes. Um, not you know as deep as I usually would because who cares? But there are there were five times that I laughed 
in this movie, like out loud. And I was just like, oh, okay. like real genuine laughter, genuine laughs. I'll go through them. You want me to go through them? The first time yeah. was I'd love to hear it, Sean. I, I'm bated breath. My my notes. Uh, uh, I was taking kind of detailed notes and then Kevin James popped his pool in the be- very beginning of the movie. And yeah. I just all I wrote is I go, I quit this movie. <laughs> it, it was bad. I was just like, well, this isn't going to be fun at all. Uh, when Colin Quinn is working at the snack stand and uh, Adam Sandler's son asked for a bottle of Voss water, whatever that is. Yeah. And Colin, uh, Colin Quinn starts making fun of the kid for uh, wanting fancy water. That made me laugh. You love to pick on children, man. It's your gig. I, I, there's something Colin Quinn is the only person that knows what kind of movie he's in. Yeah. And he gives the appropriate level of effort into the performance. And I, I'm a Colin Quinn fan anyway. I think Steve so, Buscemi knows. We'll, we'll get to that because uh, the next time I laughed is when Kevin James peed on David Spade. I don't know why that just got me. You love piss play. Well, because David Spade's making this long joke about like, Oh, uh, PPP break. Oh, oh dude, good. this is what he's... I got to make a sissy? Yeah, I, I don't know what that was about. Dude, I would but punch they, my friends if they told me they had to make a sissy as a grown man. Also, like, why do they all have to stop rowing the thing? Because so he can pee. Uh, I'm trying to find the quote. Because what David Spade says is so unfunny. And then for it to be punchline by Kevin James just peeing on him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that did make me laugh. Oh, wasn't that when the the other boat went by and they were like, "Oh, you got a gross dick," or whatever ladies yeah, say goes, to gentlemen nowadays. Uh, he goes, he goes, listen to Hamperbottom. I think he's sending a message in Morse code. Getting old. Stop. Can't pee. Stop. Reek like asparagus. Stop. Even though I didn't have any. Stop. And then Kevin James pees on him. I laughed at Kevin James because in my head it was Kevin James peeing on that joke. Like that joke is bad. Kevin James just weed on it a little bit. I think he was kind of peeing on the script. Um, uh, one moment that I did not laugh at is when they're all sitting down uh, by the boathouse uh, fishing, and Kevin James, and they're all talking about uh, getting it on with their wives, and Kevin James. Oh, the ra- that, <laughs> the rape. Yeah, on St. Patrick's Day, uh, uh, his wife was half asleep. Just kidding, she was fully asleep. He so got lo- was, got lucky. He said that was fun. Um. Then the next time. That so that's I not one of your five down. laughs. Oh no, that was not one of my five laughs. <laughs> All right, three just make it. I just want to make sure I, I'm marking it down on the board. Now this might this might reflect upon me more than anything. And I'm just gonna do a quick glance. Uh, I laughed when when Salma Hayek told the little girl about the tooth fairy. And they tried to make that an emotional point of the movie. That made me laugh. Not that it's a funny scene, but that they included that and they wanted that to be the thing that we get emotionally invested in. That's the turning point for Salma Hayek, where she's like, "I've gone too far. I've abandoned my children." Is when she is that when she said, "I'll put the dollar under your pillow." Yeah. And hey, I want to apologize if that accent came off as offensive. I won't apologize because my accent was. Spot on. Baby. Yours was good, but I feel like I might have rolled my eyes too hard. When when they cut to the little girl, who's that's supposed to be the turning point for some. That made me laugh. When she's like, a, "Why would you leave the dollar? Right. The tooth fairy's not real." And then Salma Hayek realized, "What have I done?" 
Yeah. I, she gets that upset. Was so, that was so stupid that it made me giggle. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, the scene, what are we up uh, to? Is that the third laugh? That was the third laugh. Then the, I'm going to put it up comes, like baseball hands. The last two laughs come at an hour. Uh, the first one is at an hour and 28 minutes. This is the fourth time I laughed during this movie. And, uh, I only during this comedy. Because I, I texted you. Uh, it's when the during two the comedy movie. The two basketball teams square off and Tim Meadows and Chris Rock pass each other. And uh, Chris Rock says... Uh, Hey, what's up? The other black guy that grew up in this town, and then they have like a they go back and forth a little bit. I was like, yeah. this is what this movie could have been. Yeah, you have people that are competent comedians saying funny things in a funny way. Uh, and, and Tim Meadows the, has that great wig. The great. Uh, I'm assuming it's his wig. He's not. Uh, no, I think he probably shaved his head. Is I think he, he just probably, bald now? I don't know. No, no, I don't think he's bald, but I think he that, that's not a that's not a toupee. That's not a, a bald cap. He probably shaved that in. And they probably well, gave him Tim Meadows. $6 million to do it. Dude, I need to know how this broke down. And then the last time I laughed was Steve Buscemi when he's in his body cast with his arms up and he asks Maya Rudolph if he can uh, feel her belly because he likes oh, to he... feel baby's kick. <laughs> and then he's just feeling her boobs and he says, oh, I like to feel those too. Yeah. That... Steve Buscemi is Steve Buscemi in the couple of scenes that he's in, he's really giving it his all. Like he's the yeah. one I feel like you can see him appreciate how like he's like, This is dumb, but I'm hanging out with a bunch of guys that I love. Yeah. And we're having a nice time and I'm gonna try. And he's but, a great fucking actor, dude. He's great. Uh but uh those are the five times I laughed in an hour and a half. Not good. That's not, yeah, that's dude, not a it's good ratio. A lot, it's a lot of uh, dad jokes. They could have just called this movie dad jokes. It's just like, hey, what, what? When they're all like, they're all greeting each other at the funeral before their beloved coaches died, and they're all just like, hey, I see, hey, I see, what's up going on with you? You're you're still fat. Yeah, you're getting what? Wild. I'm not oh, fat. <laughs> Uh, when Chris Rock goes, I see that I see that ass is still growing. You got a little Kardashian in there. Oof. <laughs> this is Chris Rock, the the author and performer of uh, Bigger and Blacker, one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. Is now having to call this woman with a fake bunion on her. She has to call her Toby Bryant. Yeah, man. Some of that is just yikes. It, it feels like after the take was over, he was like, let me try that again with something funnier. And they're like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah, we, Let's move on. We only brought, we only brought the one uh, memory card. We yeah, dude. We're here for like <laughs> we three can't. months. We're, we're up in New Hampshire for three months. We only want to film for like 15 minutes a day. So, Yeah, we can't. Uh, the rest of the time we're just And it wasn't New Hampshire. They were, in, they were in Essex. They were, Route the, 128. I mean, the film takes place. The film takes place in New England, just New England. Yeah. No specific. But they Ed actually Sandler filmed wears, in uh, Essex. He wears. Uh, this is I looked IND up the house trivia. on Google, and I'm gonna go there. Not a bad house. Burn it down. No. Well, yeah. I figured maybe we can just uh, exercise the demons. Exercise is that what you call it? You take them out for a run. Uh, yeah, you gotta ex put him on a leash like a doggy. Yeah, 
What is your least favorite scene in this movie? My least favorite scene? Or least favorite running gag. What's what's the worst thing in this movie? Uh, that it cost $80 million to make. Yeah, that's pretty rough, man. I think that... Uh, I don't even know, dude. There's just like... It's just so many bad jokes. I think all like, the breast breastfeeding sh- shoe stuff. Shoehorned in. The breastfeeding. That thing, uh, that runner of the whole movie is bad. That that ice cream, I, I want to get ice cream. I want to get chocolate wasted. That wait, I want to get wasted. That's horrible comedy. Yeah, it's not good, dude. Like, I, it, ah, fuck, dude. It's, you know what I really hated was the, uh, the phone cup scene. When all of a sudden all these kids are fucking using this fucking nineteen twenties device. And he's like, let's, it turns into like a Michelle Jondry film where it's like it's yeah, all like all the parents build these in all everywhere. our rooms. And then all of a sudden they're like and then he She's telling the bedtime stories across and it. And the lady the lady farts into a cup. Yeah. Why is Dude. the cup under her? Why is there a why is there a string tied to her chair to for her to fart? Yeah, and if that if that cup is under her bottom, it's crushed. You're not picking up sound. That's not how that 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 system of strings works. Yeah. Well, then now listen. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. As I've you're said, I don't have a college degree, so I don't know bell, if that's how it works. You're not Bell Telephone. You know, you don't know. How do you get one cup to talk to another cup all of a sudden with just a string? I don't get it. That's is true. it magic? It could be. Is this movie magic? No. Uh, how much money does it take you to play Arrow, Arrow Roulette? How much money? Yeah, I come over to your house. Well, it's an eighty arrow. million dollar budget, right? And I go, uh, I go, Bill. We're gonna play a game of no, like in, I'm just talking me and you tomorrow. We want to play Arrow Roulette. I don't want to play. Played this? All right. Oh, I'm sure somebody uh, has. I'm sure there were injuries after the film came out. Uh, I'm sure yeah. dipshits wound up doing it. Yeah, there should have been a disclaimer at the end. Uh, what are we thinking? Is Norm McDonald? There, there Norm McDonald popping in. Yeah, he was the ass guy, right? In the uh, water yeah. slide? No lines. He just gets off a water None. slide with his I had to re- tucked into his butt. I rewound it a couple times to see if it was him. Because I know him by his ass. Yeah, that's true. Like, one it's the, just the... literally his face at the top of the water slide, and then he's getting out with his, with his wedgie. It's good. Dude, how do you not... Fuck, man. You could have used Norm MacDonald to say bad jokes. I just don't understand it, dude. It's It seems they well, like they would have to work super hard for these five people to be this unfunny. Yeah. Dude, like Again. literally, if, if I think that if we got a lake house and we took a camera and we got fucking six funny people... And we sat around and riffed. We could come up with a much better movie than this. I just—it feels like they went like they looked. They go like the Judd Apatow movies. It's all a bunch of friends. People like that, but that's too much time. We we don't have time for Seth Rogen and, and Paul Rudd to sit here and riff out. You know the oh, you know how I know you're gay scene forever and ever. We gotta let's just write a stupid script. We'll get our friends and then we'll just hang out. They were like, they took the same philosophy. Of what had been working in comedy at the time, and then they were like, 
yeah, dude, let's just hang out and just have fun, and then we'll write it off. We'll just we'll film it, and then it makes two hundred and seventy million dollars. That's more of an indictment on us. I actually can't oh, it's be definitely mad at them. that's just a name thing, dude. That's I mean, it's a fucking. I name can't thing. I can't get mad that they made that much money. That's shame on us as the movie going public. I paid five dollars to watch this last night. I'm a I'm a moron. I'm a and I'm yeah. gonna pay four dollars to watch the sequel tonight. Dude, I I won't I won't. <laughs> I did I did have to rent it because it's not streaming. That's how much I love uncut gems. I'm willing to forgive grown ups and grown ups too. Yeah, dude. I think I think that uh Cookies and MILF? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> dude, the That's whole uh Rob Schneider's third daughter looking just like him with the hair doing shit. It's just Dude, Rob insane, Schneider dude. at some point just gives up all pretense of having a character. He starts yeah. off, he's like this new age hippie guy. And then by like halfway through the movie, he's just like forgetting to do any of that stuff. Well, they said, uh, like they said at one point that it, he's always falls in love with someone. And then at some point he snaps Yeah, and it changes. So maybe that's what that snap was. But I don't maybe. think it... I don't think they thought as deeply about it as we just did. Nope. <laughs> like, I think we just analyzed it way more than they ever analyzed that character. It's bananas, dude. This movie is. I would love to I would love to read a uh, like an oral history of the making of this film. Dude, there's, there's... Oh, one of my fucking... One of the parts I hated is when uh, Kevin James goes to water ski and he's... Oh, he's too, he breaks the boat? <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> like, he's not even... This isn't even, like, heavy Kevin James. No one is that fat. No one's that fat. Yeah. You, the, the boat would Even the fucking off. two twins on the mopeds in the Guinness Book <laughs> could be pulled by a boat. You know, they... Look, Kevin James is the strongest man alive. It's not... The, the weight <laughs> of him... Holding, he's holding the thing. That guy's, it's his arms that are doing all the work yeah. that are holding the boat. Oh, down. all right. It's all right. Not, I didn't get that. He's not being anchored down by his weight. He's just jacked to heaven. He could rip the engine off a boat. People think it's a fat yeah. joke. They go, oh, it's a fat guy. He's weighing down the thing. But that's got nothing to do. That boat would pull. You would still pull. He would fall on his face if he was. Yeah, too I heavy told to water you. Skate. I didn't go to college. I don't understand things. It's so stupid. I saw the yeah, boat and I, was like, I laughed. I was like, oh, that's funny. The boat's like going up. And then the engine fell off. I. It's bad. Oh, man. And then they were done. They probably shot 20 minutes that day. They were like, it's a wrap. And then he hung out with his family and his friends for the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, dude, I totally fucking get that. And I think it's a great thing to do. But it just blows my mind that. I don't like... think it's a great thing to do. I think it's a great thing. You want to go on vacation with your five friends? Go on vacation with your five friends. You don't need to make a yeah. movie. All right. That basketball scene is not there's no jokes at the end. It's just literally five guys playing 5 on 5 basketball and people are yeah, watching. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden it's just Adam Sandler and his son playing Colin Quinn and his son. Yeah, but it's like there's they must have played basketball. They were like, "Oh, what a great And also, dude, play basketball. I would day. like I would like to suppose a theory. Is that what you do with a theory? Do you suppose it or do you propose it? I would. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to suppository this theory right up you, like a, right up your old asshole. Okay, all right. That, That's a uh, these, joke. these 
these five fellas, uh, as youngsters, would not constitute a championship caliber team. No, well, they're playing church league in, you know, North Shore, Massachusetts. It's not, I don't know. I don't know. Great. I just. Hey, it sounds like it was great coaching, even though they were the only championship team he ever had. And it's the defining moment of these five people. I couldn't even tell you the names of any of the coaches I had as a young person. I can see them in my mind, but if they're alive or dead, I have no idea. Not. I don't think I could tell a, you. I don't think I could tell you any of the names of the characters in this movie. Uh, I. We got Lenny is Adam Sandler. We got Marcus All right. is David Spade. Rob you're looking at the IMDb not, right now. Dude, I swear to God, I'm not. Dude, I see where your eyes are headed. Rob Schneider uh, plays Rob. Chris Rock. Uh, uh, Chris Rock and Kevin James are the two that I'm blanking on. Because Kevin James's name on the IMDb, they use that character name. It's in all of Adam Sandler's movies. It's like just some... Easter egg. He always puts in this name. All right, I give up. I don't know Kevin James and Chris Rock, but now I uh, am looking it up. Yeah, Kurt McKenzie. That's Chris Rock, and uh, Kevin James plays. Ah, I Eric, just. I think Eric Lam Lamansoff. You stop. Oh, recording? and that's what he kept. Yeah, that's the character he kept calling him, Lamansoff. Yeah, but that's like a running joke. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, it must be, he must know somebody named uh, Eric Lamansoff or something. Yeah, well, it's it like in. he uses uh, Garaputo in his shit, and that's one of the producers of this. Is his buddy? Oh, he does. Yeah, he uses like his friend's last name and his uh, a couple of his albums. It's uh, like one of the antagonists of something, Garaputo. Yeah. I'm shocked that uh, Adam Sandler. I mean, Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. They crossed over on SNL. They must have. Yeah, yeah, they were on at the because same time with 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 Spade. I'm just. I know I, Spade I, and I think all four of yeah. them were on at the same time. If Kevin James. Well, they. One of the trivia is, is that they wanted to make this movie in the '90s, which wouldn't make any sense because none of them were like. You didn't look at them as dads then, but they were going to use yeah. Chris Farley instead of Kevin James. That would have been the miss. He's the missing piece in this. Is that what they were trying to do? That's what I think they wanted to do. Because that would have been, dude, I mean, I I can't at imagine least, it would have saved it. No, but at least then you could go like, this is a, a true reunion of that early 90s class of SNL. Like the yeah, post, I could see the that. Came I could in see that Mike making $240 million, dude. You got Sandler, Farley, Rock, Spade, and Rob Schneider back yeah. together. But then, you know, Farley, you know, unfortunately passes away long before they make this movie. And then it sits till 2010. Uh, let's play a game. You want to play a game? Yeah, I love games, dude. I'm it's called, psyched it's called, and I'm uh, jacked. What are we doing? Uh, Jackbox? Gonna, what are we I wanna, doing? Making t-shirts? Let's rank, let's rank the grown-ups. Rank the, the grown-ups? The actors or the characters? The characters. And actors, since there's no acting in this movie. Yeah, all right. Uh, the criteria is these are who do you put them in the order that you would want to hang out with them? You're having a cookout. All right. And these these five gentlemen are going to arrive, and you're going to put them in the order of arrival because the the one who comes first, obviously, you're going to get to spend the most amount of time with. Who do you want there first, so you can hang out with, have a nice time, nice afternoon? 
Uh, Malin Ackerman. Nope, she's not in the film. That's not I'm, her. I'm, and I'm going to restrict you. I'm going to. I'm going to. Obviously, we want to hang out with. I Selma can't have Meg, Colin Maria. Quinn show up. Or, uh, no, we want. Steve we want. We, yeah, because obviously we would hang out with them and and uh, right. Salma Hayek I'd and say, Maya Rudolph before any of these guys. Who do you got? In I your would number say one, it would be number Sandler. one grown up in your heart. Sandler, Pro- probably Sandler. I'm going. I'm going Kevin James. I think Kevin Is James. It Kevin is, James. I, that's for me. That's for me. I think he's the most likable. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm already. Sandler, listen. Sandler's Sandler's gonna slap me too hard. I'm, I'm already a funny. F- oh yeah, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. That bugged me. That I really, like to be that, the funny fat guy in a room, though. It truly bothered me that Adam Sandler was hitting people so hard. Yeah, it's. It just. It's a dumb bit. Shitty. Do yeah. well, like fucking ball tap him. I go Kevin James, uh, dude, number two. I, I'm assuming that there are ball taps in the deleted scenes. For sure. The outtakes yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit. I can't even imagine the ball taps in that. So you got Sandler in number one? James? I got James. I could, I, now that I'm thinking about the hit, and I, it might not be Sandler. Are we doing... We're talking about the... The 2010 film Grown Ups. The twenty, all right, because sometimes I think that we're talking about Schindler's List. Yeah, no, no, none of no act, no crossover. Literally, I'll take uh, Arthur Schindler first, please, because of all the people he saved. That's true, a real hero. Uh, I'm gonna go in the number two spot. I'm giving. Uh, I'm gonna go Chris Rock. I'd like to hang out with Chris. I'll Rock. take Chris Rock second. I might bump him up to first though. Now that I'm thinking about all the hit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Are we talking a- about the actor or the or the character? They're literally the same. There's no difference. All right, between. I want to hang out with Chris Rock then and listen to his talk about comedy and okay. not get hit by Adam Sandler. Yeah. All right, Chris Rock. You got Chris Rock number one. I got Kevin James. I'm putting Chris Rock in the two spot. Uh, I'm gonna put then, Kevin James in the two spot. Okay. And I'm gonna when he shows up, me, him, and Chris Rock are gonna talk about. Hey, when Sandler shows up and he starts trying to hit me. Yeah, come on, just. Because it's not cool. It hurts. Say something about it, dude. If we all stick together and we say something, it's going to stop. I know you guys don't like getting hit. I don't like getting hit. <laughs> None of us like it. And it's ridiculous that we're now 45-year-old men that still won't say anything about it. It's dude, time. I'm putting, it's talk- I'm putting toxic in, uh, masculinity. And number three, this is controversial, I think. Number three is going to be number three is go- going to be Sandler. You're putting Sandler three? Because I've already talked to... I've already talked to the other fellas about the hitting. I'm going Rob and Schneider. And I'd rather, I think I'd rather deal with the hitting than with David Spade or Rob Schneider. I think Rob Schneider is the least annoying of all of them in this movie. I mean, he's like kind of set up as in like. In this movie, but in real life, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't, I, I feel like he, he had some, he maybe he's a, I think he might be a Trump guy. Yeah, he I had some know. tweets or something about, uh, I forget what it was, but. There was something going on with Rob Schneider, but I just. Yeah. Uh, then I'm putting Sandler. Then Sandler can come in. I think David Spade is so miserable in this movie. I think all of his jokes land the fucking flattest. Yeah. He's my least favorite of the grown-ups. Uh, I put. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I mean, I'd. Yeah. I'll put Schneider ahead of David Spade and, and, and Sandler ahead of Spade. I, Spade is just so annoying. 
and he gets stuck with all the horny lines, and it's just gross. It is, and he's walking around without pants. His kids here, bro. And then you they got your twins. You can't have this guy walking around like this. But that miserable out. scene where uh, Rob Schneider thinks that David Spade slept with his daughter, and they're facing off. Yeah. And then David's. Then the tone of the movie is just like, "Whoa, bro! I would never." Dude, we're best, best friends. friends. Really? Since, since when? Yeah. You guys like we played on a basketball fun. team once when we were kids. Remember. Dude, remember when? Oh, dude, when Rob Schneider is singing Ave Maria in the church. Yeah. And it's just like he's just like up there doing it, and Adam Sandler and Chris Rock have their lame bet. And then at the end of it, David Spade like leans into the aisle like a shitty kid in class and goes, eh. "Yeah," and it, the whole church laughs. Oh my god, I can't. Dude, you know what I hated about that was that. Uh... When Santa's like, I'll bet you five bucks that he ends up on one knee. And then he does it, and like Chris Rock just reaches into his pocket without pre-folded looking. Pre folded five. And pulls out five. a pre folded $5 bill. Like no, we all got yeah. it in the pocket. Well, we knew now we, the valet is. We knew is we be were going to bet on something. Now you we know can't we tip betting. the valet. Great. Dude, it is. This Dude, is this really could have a... been. This could have been a great movie, I think. I think it set up it could to like the whole idea of it i just think you take these five guys put them in a movie make it pg so so you can make fart jokes and stuff like that and you can you know you can have the the two sexy daughters but you can't have a scene where five guys just leer at them for like five minutes where she's like bent over the car and they're just staring at her dude and then when the third daughter shows up and they all pick up their adirondack chairs and turn them around it's brutal Dude, how about the scene where David Spade sleeping on the stairs and he's like, I had a dream about a blonde last night. And then the dog then the comes dog walking comes out. out. Oh, bestiality? That's fun. You guys are supposed to be I like... I think it was a dream. You, you, These are five of the most popular, most accomplished comedian, comedic actors of like our generation. Like, well, I don't know about that, but... I mean, look... If you just want to talk money, Chris Rock is one of the greatest stand-ups of all time. That's on oh, debate. Oh, I don't, I don't argue that. And hey, they all have accomplishments in their own right. And they've all, four they've all, they're all being funny. the live alumnus and alumni, alumnus. Mean? When you say multiples, uh, alumni, who gives a shit? I don't know. Man, I hate movie, Greek society. Just, Burn it all down. I say this thing. It just. Well, I, <laughs> I, it's rare that we're at a loss for words, but I just don't. I just don't know if I. I mean, it's not a rare that I'm at a loss for words. I, I spend a lot of time thinking about what I'm trying to say. I don't know if I have anything else to say about this movie. It's just I wish it didn't exist. And, <laughs> and you're gonna watch the second worst one tonight. And I'm gonna watch this movie again. I know it. You I know will. that I'm gonna watch Grown Ups again. Not. I mean, I probably soon. will. I still have it for another 24 hours. No, I, I asked Nicole. So. Nicole, uh, so the kid was came over last night. Yeah, and uh, Nicole wound up. She wound up going in our bedroom and watching TV with Nicole. And I was like, "Oh, you want to come out?" I watched. I watched it last night, and then this this morning I was like, "Oh, you want to put it on?" And she was like, uh, "No, I saw like two minutes of it when I walked out last night. I'm good." Dude, honestly, this should have been a movie that you could have watched with. 
your niece. Like this should just be a family comedy. It's, it should be, but they and we just go like really... I don't know. It's for kids. It stinks. Whatever. And we feel like and then they throw in shit that just isn't. Not at all. And then they made a second one. The whole scene in the Wat dude at Wadawiz, that fucking zip line just blows my mind. It's like, yeah, what dude. is this? <laughs> it's so what I, kind of what kind of slip and fall lawsuit hell are we talking about here? I, like, I think it goes without saying that there is not a zip line at any water park in the United States that will let you just fly over concrete. There is at Disney World yeah. when I was a kid at uh, at Blizzard Beach in the they had like a they called it the 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 teen section or something it had like it yeah had like a ropes course or something over the water and you'd kind of like car- climb a cargo net and then they had a zip line that you could swing down and then it would stop over the water and you would fall into the water and uh, i could yeah. never do it because uh at the time i had uh, very poor upper body strength and i couldn't do it now because uh, i'm a grown-up and you it still do much. yeah it's horrible and you still have that Poor upper body strength. But I remember I definitely tried, and I definitely would grab the thing, and I would go about two feet, and then I would fall, and it was fun. You'd fall into the water and have a nice time, but it's about ten feet, and you're only over water. At no point yeah. do you cross uh, concrete or have the potential to smash into a building. Yeah, it seems like they would have a stopper up there that would not let the zip line go all the way into the building. There's not an insurance company in the world that's going to insure a water park that just has a zip line that you can not only can you just zip down, you can also do stunts. Like Adam Sandler twirls down the whole way and then he yeah, ends and does dude, a can opener. Oh, and then Buscemi goes down by his feet. He's hanging by his feet. Uh, it's just... Look, I thought that... I. I will. I thought the sneaking up the back way of the water slide. I thought that was pretty clever. That's fun, but that's that's for a, a different movie than this. That's like that's for that's for you know what this movie should have been. Have you ever seen Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy? Yes, and Steve Zahn? Eddie Murphy. Yeah, not a great movie. It's a watchable movie, but it's also it was fun. I remember it being kind of funny. It's fun, but it's for it's for families. It's it's. Uh, yeah. Eddie Murphy, uh, Jeff Garland, and Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn in that? Yeah, and they're they're being silly, and it's broad. And if you were just an adult watching it by yourself, you'd be like, "All right, this is fine." But when you watch it, like my kids watched, and they loved it. But there's yeah. nothing there's nothing uh, offensive or objectionable to it, and that's what this movie should have been. I that's my thesis on this movie. It should have been for families. Yeah. Instead, it's I don't know who it's for, yeah. because as an adult watching this alone. Wasn't laughing. I laughed nah. five times, and I told you all of them. And one of them was not a funny moment. And as someone moment. that tries to write funny things, that sometimes to watch people who have accomplished doing funny things, it really is kind. Of, it's demoralizing. Where you just like it sucks, dude. It sucks. I, it's like what I the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about, dude? Oh, what? Is, oh, your girlfriend. What is she from? Seven. The Battle of bunker hill like oh cool an old like i don't know man it's rough dude but i really think that if if they had done that if they had like focused on a family thing i think it could have been great yeah or like um well maybe not great but better what's the what's the Wahlberg movie that we like yeah with uh, oh uh family fast fast family what is it i don't know i can't remember we we only talked about it for like the Foster 12, one, twelve weeks in a row, uh, <laughs> right? 
Oh, Instant Family. Instant Family. Yeah. That's a movie that I can't show my kids because there's racy stuff in there and there's kind of inappropriate stuff that, you know, they're just yeah. not ready to see. But it's not. But it's funny for an adult. It's not an R-rated comedy, but the comedy in there is good. It's good comedy. It's comedy. It's funny. Granted, there's also a story. That's something this movie also needed. It, it, it. We can't watch just an hour and a half of guys building up to a game, a basketball rematch between Adam Sandler and Colin Quinn. That's not. Those aren't grounds for a film. You can't just. Yeah. You can't build a movie around that idea. Yeah. That Colin Quinn's been holding on to this grudge for 30 years. It's like, well, then he's a he's an asshole. Yeah, you're a loser, dude. Get over it. Uh, but in the end, Adam Sandler was the one that grew up when he threw the game. Could have. Dude, I'm gonna like, go on a search like for Colin Quinn could breakdown. kiss his kiss his wife. Uh yeah, man, I don't. I have exhausted all my thoughts. Yeah, dude, that was painful when he's like, dude, your father can hit this shot. Fucking eyes closed, kid. All day, all day. You see the box? Top corner, all day. And then in the when he needs to hit it, he's like, they needed to learn how to win. We needed to learn how to lose. Now let's go back to our fucking Beverly Hills mansion. Right. Like we can't, she canceled their trip. The trip to Milan because she skipped a rock. Yep, not she didn't skip a rock. She threw a rock at her son's stomach. At her son, yeah, yeah. So, it took, all it took was shattering her daughter's innocence and injuring and her, her son, son. <laughs> and her son's spleen. And let's let's be delicate about those two kids because one of them has unfortunately uh, passed on. Uh, oh, what the sons? Yeah. One of them. So, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the older one, I think. I don't know. I don't know which one is which. Whoever. Uh, I'm just looking up. 96. Hold on. 99. Yeah. So the younger son, the one that is the uh, objectively shittier of the two. Yeah. Um, he is. Uh, Carlos from the Disney Channel films The Descendants. And Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, I've seen those. My niece yeah. watches those. My my kids, my kids love those movies. Dude, those are pretty they're not bad, dude. They're kid they're kids movies. Yeah. They, they are bad. I would never Well, they're bad. Yeah, but they're not grown whenever up. It's bad, like, I don't whenever think. it's like, "Hey, you guys want to watch a movie?" and they're like, "Yeah," you, and then they'll decide amongst themselves and I'm always like, "Don't say Descendants. Don't say Descendants." And they'd be like, what about Descendants 3? And I'm like, God damn it. Fine. I'll just play on my phone. <laughs> but he uh, he played, uh, he's one of the four main characters in that. And he unfortunately, right. uh, uh, I think he, uh, uh, yeah, he had a seizure while he was sleeping. And, and nothing nothing, uh, nothing illicit. It was just a, it was just a freak, uh, sad tragedy. Yeah. But in this movie, I wanted to, I would have kicked him Kill off him. the the, the tower of the water slide. What <laughs> shit kids these two were. Yeah, they were fucking horrible. Rita. And you know what? Yeah, and the whole thing, Sandler pretending that she's a exchange student. That stunk. Yeah, I forgot totally about that. Yeah. We don't want people to know we're rich. They know you're rich. They know. Yeah. And Kevin James has to pretend 
that he's he's rich. Pot owner of a furniture store. Yeah, dude. What is this? I I just don't know. I don't know. I can't believe that this movie exists. I can't believe that they greenlit a sequel and then the sequel made. Don't tell me. I mean, I don't even know because we'll probably cover it someday on the podcast. No. Are you putting your foot down? We'll never talk we about grown We should have covered it today, bro. We should have covered it today. All right. All right. That's, that's Maybe I next do... summer. Maybe we'll talk about it next Mm-mm. summer. No. No, no, no. I say right now, hearing you, me and you, we look eyes. We, we slice our palms. We smash them into our the cameras of our iPhones. <laughs> we make a blood pack today. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm confused. What am I hitting? Slice open your palms. Smash the iPhone? As deep as you can, and then I want you to smear blood all over the camera so it looks like oh our blood is Oh, my God. Like you got blood all over the camera. We will never talk about Grown Ups 2 on this podcast, except for next all right. week. All right. What are I we watching next watch week, it. then? Oh, next week we have a good movie. Uh, yeah, no, we're going two weeks in a row that I'm actually excited about the, the movies. Next week we're talking about Wes Anderson's... Oh, thing. dude, I'm excited. It's about time. Moonrise Kingdom. I just picked it up. Five bucks over the weekend on iTunes. I, I snapped that up. Oh, is it? Yep. So that might be on my Voodoo. Is it Let's... streaming? I thought it, it was streaming. I don't know we'll if it is. We'll talk. Now. We'll talk, Bill. Might be able to get you that one for a little bit of a free. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, I just watched that a couple... Uh, during quarantine, I definitely went back and rewatched most of Wes Anderson's movies, and that's one that I... I uh, liked a lot more the second time. So yeah, I know I've se- I think I've seen it twice. Uh, yeah. Moonrise Kingdom. I remember liking it, but I'll have to revisit. It's a it's it's a strange one. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, pretty good. I really like it the second time. I didn't like it when I. All first right, so thought. we're just gonna. Uh, so we're going to do that. Moonrise Kingdom. And then the way, week after that, we're watching The Way, Way Back, which I've never seen and I hear only good things about. also filmed at WaterWiz. I love it. I think it's a great film. We love uh, WaterWiz. We love great things. So we don't have a – we have no rating now. So we just – are we doing – let's do Siskel and Ebit this week. Thumbs up, thumbs give down a thumbs on up? this one. Let's uh, – no, we can come up with down. something. Let's – how many – out of a possible... How many shock fins would you give it? One to four uh, shock fins. No. Four I being be... obviously the worst. Because you get killed be... easier. How many dead birds would you allow your wife to nurse back to health? Is that a score that we can do? Because that also happens in this film. Yeah, Maria that's Bello a weird bit. Breastfeeds a, a, a dead bird back to life. Oh, dude, I forgot that she breastfed it. Yep, and then when she undoes the breast pump, that's when she sprays Maya Rudolph in the face with breast milk. All right, yeah, I can't talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> this is fucking dumb. <laughs> Good night. Goodbye. Good luck. Wash your hands. <laughs>